Hi everyone, this is Martin Tyler, and you're listening to Everything is Football. Don't go away. Hello everyone, I'm Mark Geshwin, and welcome to another EIF podcast. It's Friday, July 22nd, and I'm here once again with Tomas Orsell. And we're going to jump right in here. Breaking, breaking news from last night that Barcelona have confirmed the signing of Andre Gomez from Valencia. The fee has been declared undisclosed, with the rumors being anywhere from $35 million to $50 million. Uh, there have also been some rumors that Monto- Martin Montoya and Christian Teo will be going the other way. This is a man who's been in the news for, for weeks uh, about how there have been some tug of war between Real Madrid and Barcelona. There were even news that Juventus might try and get him once they sell Pogba. But it has been confirmed that Andre Gomez is going to Barcelona. He's going to join an already packed midfield. Iniesta, Rakitic, Busquets, Denis Suarez, Rafinha, Arda Turan, obviously, although he, this seems to be an indication that he's headed out the door. So, Tomas, what do you think of all this? What do you think of this move by Barcelona? Smart? Stupid? What do you think? I think this is by far the worst signing of the summer. I think Barcelona were doing great business until now. Uh, one, they don't need Andre Gomez. Two, $35 million is already a ridiculous amount for him. If it's $50 million, that's probably one of the top five worst signings of all time. And honestly, I was, I was very upset uh, as a Madrid fan, of course, after, after being a Chelsea fan, I'm a Madrid fan after having lived there. And I was, I was not happy seeing the reports that Madrid were going for him. I've never been impressed by him. Uh, he had terrible euros. So I didn't know where that price tag was coming from. And for Barcelona to just swiftly uh, usurp him or usurp Madrid and get him, I, uh, good, good for Madrid, honestly, saving them money from what, in my opinion, is a terribly overrated player. He is the worst of the Portugal midfielders, and I don't see what he has done to warrant, warrant that price tag. It, it just makes no sense. And then to send Montoya and Teo, uh, very, very strange signing here. And for me, the bottom line is just a guy has a terrible tournament, even though Portugal won. He had a terrible tournament. Out of all the Portuguese midfielders, bar Adrian Silva, you chose to sign the worst one for a ridiculous amount, plus Montoya and Teo. Very poor deal. Yeah, it is. It's definitely a confusing deal for me just because they have so many midfielders already. You know that MSN are the front three. You have three midfield positions behind them, and in any big game, Busquets and Iniesta are guaranteed to play. So then you're basically left with one position, which is going to most likely be Rakitic after he's proved you know, in his first season. He obviously was fantastic, scoring a goal in the Champions League final. He was great all season. Last year, maybe not at his best, but was still solid throughout. They did a domestic double. Wasn't a bad season by any stretch of the imagination. And so you would assume he's going to be the starter in any big game also. And so then you're going to have Andre Gomez, who's just come in for a huge amount of money. You're going to have Dennis Suarez, who you've just convinced to come back because you want some depth and you want some academy kids. And you have Rafinha, who's coming back from an ACL injury. 
how are you going to keep all these guys happy? It just doesn't really make sense to me. I think Barcelona should have been very content with a midfield of Busquets, Iniesta, Rakitic, Rafinha, and Denis Suarez. That gives you a lot of depth. That gives you different options, different types of players. And now all of a sudden you throw an Andre Gomez into the mix, who's very similar in his play style to Rakitic, very much box-to-box, likes to get forward, likes to break from midfield. So to me, it really doesn't make too much sense. He is a good player. I do like him and the style that he brings, but I just don't know if this makes much sense. Um, So I agree with you there. We're going to quickly talk about a player who we've discussed before, but it appears that Liverpool are on the verge of signing him. Jorginho Wijnaldum, 25 million pounds. It's It's been confirmed. Been confirmed. Liverpool to sign Jorginho Wijnaldum. Um, I just brought up this stat earlier when I was talking this deal with you. He scored more goals than Paye, Deli Ali, and Coutinho this season. So I think this is a very underrated move, but a very good one for Liverpool. I think normally they sign guys from Newcastle and. Southampton and Villa and these types of clubs and the players aren't very good, but I do think that Wijnaldum will fit perfectly into Klopp's style, which we've discussed before. But since we talked about him already, we're going to talk about some managerial movement. Um, First of all, Sam Allardyce that we talked about yesterday is going to be confirmed as the England boss, meaning there was a vacancy at Sunderland. And it looks like your old friend, Tomas. I don't know if he's your old friend, but we always, he's everyone's old friend. Davy Moyes, <laughs> Davy Moyes making a return to the Premier League. Uh, I don't think this will be the same silly, goofy, clueless Davy Moyes that we had at Manchester United, and I think this is more of his bread and butter back to the club with not too much uh, expectations, um, not the grand allure of a Manchester United. So I think this will be a good move for them. What do you? What do you? What do you think? Uh, I think Sunderland are are going to be relegated no matter what. <laughs> I think, I, I think, regardless of Moyes, I think the second big Sam was essentially linked of England. That was the end for Sunderland. It was already going to be tough, even with Big Sam staying. Mm-hmm. Uh, I struggle to see Defoe scoring another, however many goals he scored last season, which was a very very good amount. And and to bring Moyes in, not to say that you know. He's a terrible manager, but he hasn't been great, has he, since he left Everton? A disaster at United, a disaster at Real Sociedad, and now Sunderland, who are a very, very poor team. I think I think they're gone. I think that's about it. Nothing else to say. David Moyes is not going to save Sunderland. Uh, he might bring them back up from the championship after uh, next season, but I see them just. I see them going down. I can tell you, Tomas, that they're going to finish fifth place. He, he knows how to get it done. Look at what he did with Everton. He gets the most with not, much, not many resources. He's going to have Defoe playing like Lukaku. He's going to have, you know, he's going to have uh, Jan. He's gonna have, he's, Is that supposed to be a good thing? Yeah, what do you mean? Lukaku had a great I'd rather, have Defoe, I'd rather have Defoe playing like Defoe did last year than Defoe playing like Lukaku. All right, All right sure. He's going to have Jan and Vila looking like Leon Osman from back in the day. He's going to have he's going to have Patrick Van Anholt looking like a mix mixture of Leighton Baines and Tony Hibbert and 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 they're and they're simply going to be flying. The other managerial oh. move that's happened is that Spain have appointed Julian Lopetegui, 
Lopetegui. Lopetegui. Okay. Okay. The former Porto boss has come in. He's already said that his job is to create revolution. Uh, sorry, evolution, not revolution. Uh, he's going to look to build on what Spain have done in the past. I thought they were pretty bright at this Euro following a dismal World Cup in 2014. So I think this will be a, a decent appointment for them. Um, I think of a similar line to what they did before, sticking with coaches that know the system and that tiki-taka style. So I think this will work for them. Just quickly, any thoughts on this? That, that's another poor move. It seems like clubs today are just going for bad decisions. Other Liverpool made a good sign with Wijnaldum. Uh, it's an interesting one for me. Again, it's, it seems like, People not doing well are being rewarded all of a sudden. So you get Andre Gomez having a very poor tournament. He gets signed for a ridiculous fee. Lopetegui was horrendous for Porto. I watched quite a bit of the of the Portuguese league. He was very poor for Porto. Gets sacked. And what's his reward? He goes to the Spanish national team. How this makes any sense, I don't know. There were so many better options. Caparaz was overlooked. Get Paco Alcacer in there. I mean, any Lopetegui for me, just because he used to coach the U21s, another bad move by a Spanish uh, Spanish side today, yesterday. And so the last thing I want to talk about was the news, sticking with the managerial theme, was the news that Diego Simeone is being touted as the next Argentina boss, and now Atletico fans, don't worry, because in... Typical, in a classic FM move, they want him to manage both Argentina and Atletico Madrid at the same time. And this is something that we've talked about a lot, and we think this is brilliant. You get, you get the best of both worlds. You get, to get, you get to get a world-class manager where if you're an international team, you only coach the team during the international breaks or during the summer, so why can't he do both? And then you're going to get probably... At least I was going to go one of the I was going to go the best manager on the planet, but definitely top three. And you're going to get him coaching an Argentina team that's never been able to get over the hump, but has incredible talent. He will probably, even though you know Messi and all of them have said that they've retired, he'll probably be able to convince them to come back if you hire a guy like Simeone. So I just think this is brilliant. Why teams haven't done this in the past is has never made sense to me. It always We've been able to logical. do it on FM for years. Exactly. We've been able to do it on FM for years. It makes perfect sense. Um, so I know Although, that you're... I'll, I'll say this, Mark. I will say this. I'm, I'm excited. I think it's a, it's a great sign for international football to finally see these top coaches coming over. I do think, though, that for an European-based coach to be flying to South America for, a, for two games during the international break, that's a lot of flying. But it's possible... Hey. But hey, it, it would be easier if it was an European uh, national team. You know, all those miles, he'll get his gold card. He'll be he'll be getting free flights. He'll be. He'll oh, I'm be, sure he'll, he needs be, that. He'll, he'll be in the he'll be in the class lounges, and and he doesn't even he doesn't even have to play. It's not like he'll be fatigued. You know, he's not like Neymar flying back and forth and having to play for two well, games. Speaking, so of that, speaking of that gold card and managers, I, I just want to give a shout out to my idol, the special one, yet again, showing us why he's so great. Uh, Man U just flew to China, I think, a couple days ago. And all the players had business class seats. Mourinho had a business class seat. But Hui Faria, uh, Silvino Loreto, and all, all the other coaching staff were in economy class. You know what Mourinho did, Mark? He went to economy class, flew 12 hours to China in Aerofloat. Well, for those who don't know, it's a Russian airline. 
It is horrible, absolutely horrible. I've taken it once. So he flew Aeroflow for 12 hours in economy class instead of flying business with the players. So he's 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 a man of the people. He's a man of the people. Well, I think there you have it. There is lots of managerial news today. Andre Gomez signing for Barcelona. Jorginho Wijnaldum signing for Liverpool. Check us out next week on Monday for more footy news. Bye-bye. I'm sick of playing it by the books. I think we should get a room. Yourself and your shoes ain't off the shelves. You straight out of magazine. Feel things I ain't ever felt. Yeah. Yeah, my, yeah, my,